the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to SoCal Live. I'm Scott Furrow, your host and former bouncer at the Academy Awards. You know, uh, perhaps the biggest surprise to me about the Oscars and what happened last night is uh, actually that the Oscars are still on TV. I had no idea that was on last night. Do we still watch it like we used to? I mean, I feel like it used to be like the Super Bowl. Snacks, people coming over to the house, you know, you, you create a party. Do you still do that or is that ended? I haven't done that for years. And I think I just got tired of uh, hearing all the stuff. And uh, some are suggesting uh, last night uh, what happened between Will Smith and Chris Rock was fake. And if you don't know what that is, we'll talk about it in a minute. Uh, but it's what people are talking about today. I don't think it was fake. Some people say, nah, it was fake because they're trying to get the audience back. Uh, no, no, it wasn't. It was very real. And uh, we want to talk about it here. And what we do on our program is uh, you probably have heard about this all over the place today. But what we want to do is get into it a little bit deeper and also be concerned about the reality of the humanity of everybody who's involved here. And so that's something we do in our program. So you got some thoughts about this? You want to talk about it? Give me a call. 888-LA-TALKS is the phone number for SoCal Live. 888-528-2557. You can be a part of the conversation today. 888 888- Five two eight two five five seven. You can also send an email to SoCalLive at KKLA.com, SoCalLive at KKLA.com. If you can't get to the phone and you want to send some thoughts from work or for wherever you are. In the 4 o'clock hour today, next hour, we have Lee Strobel, the author of Case for Christ, and he'll be promoting his movie, a new book called The Case for Heaven. And let me tell you something, this is a good one, and it's very timely very timely to really be considering about death. We've had so much fear, so much fear about death. I think there's always a fear about it, right? But the last couple of years especially, tremendous fear, and I can't think of better timing uh, for this movie and this book to come out. Lee Strobel will be with us at 4 o'clock in the next hour. This is Southern California Live right here on KKLA and in the Southland from 3 to 5 each and every weekday, bringing you to the table for some conversation, encouragement, and uh, some fun even uh, and seriousness about the issues of the day from a Christian perspective. You can join the conversation again, 888-528-2557, 888-LA-TALKS, if you need to remember it that way, 888-528-2557. So I'm here ready with you working this afternoon. I've got my coffee, the brew of the believer, the refreshment of the redeemed. And I was not planning to talk about Oscars at all. I think I had heard something that they would be on, and I just thought, eh, you know, you know, the movie industry is very important to L.A. and to uh, really everywhere in the Southland. Lots of you work there. Lots of you work in jobs that are connected. Uh, it's a big deal, the movie industry. But uh, the Oscars, you know, the last few years have just gotten boring, number one. Number two, they have been just so political and stuff. They used to be entertaining. It used to be a show, and then Billy Crystal would come out and do his, his silly songs and making fun of the movies in a nice way. And there would be different acts, and you'd get the songs, and it was a very, very fun event, even though it would go too long. Somewhere that's left. And I thought, well, we're just not going to talk about it. And I didn't watch it. In fact, I did. I forgot it was even on. And then 
all of a sudden, last night, my Twitter starts to blow up with people saying, was that real? What just happened there? Hey, what happened? And not explaining it. And I had no idea what they were talking about until finally people started posting things. And if you if you didn't watch or you haven't watched any TV or radio or listened to any radio today, um, comedian Chris Rock was coming out to give an award out. And uh, he made some jokes, as he does. He's a comedian. And uh, he made a joke that was insulting to Jada Pinkett Smith, which is Will Smith's wife, another actress. And uh, uh, Will Smith got upset about it and walked up on the stage and uh, slapped Chris Rock, hit him pretty hard uh, across the face. And then he went back to a seat and then shouted some things at him. And uh, here's what that sounded like if you're watching. This is uh, clip, play clip number one, Wilbert. Jada, I love you. G.I. Jane 2, can't wait to see it. All right? That was a nice one. Okay. I'm out here. Uh oh. Richard. <laughs> oh, wow. Wow. All right. That thud you heard was the sound of Will Smith's hand hitting Chris Rock's face. And the microphone picked it up. It was a real hit and unexpected. Now, the joke about G.I. Jane 2, if you ever saw, there was an old movie, G.I. Jane, and it was starring Demi Moore. Um, I never saw this movie, but I remember it because Demi Moore had to shave her head completely bald, and I believe she came to the Oscars that way. So there are lots of jokes about it, but she shaved her head for the, the movie role is what she did. Now, Jada Pinkett Smith is there, and she has shaved her head, but it's not for a movie role. And this is the thing about that joke. I think that joke might have been funny if it were for a movie you know, or something else that she was doing, but it's not funny because she actually suffers from a condition called alopecia. And alopecia attacks the immune system, and it attacks specifically hair follicles, and so you start to lose your hair. And so lots of people who have this, they have to shave their head, and it's a it's a serious condition. So when you think about it this way, it's not a funny joke. I would like to know, and I don't know. I don't know if Chris Rock knows that. I don't know if he knows that she has this disease. I, I think he probably does, but I don't really know. But it made it a very tasteless, personal joke. And then what happens is is that – Everybody kind of laughs, and I think people, maybe the audience doesn't really know and understand and all of this stuff. But uh, Chris, uh, Will Smith, he laughs. You see him laugh, but then you see behind him his wife and this look on her face. She's clearly hurt by it. I think that's for real. And we don't see it, but I think he must have looked back at her, saw the look on his face, and he got mad, felt like he needs to do something. So he walked on stage, and he hits uh, Chris Rock. And then he shouts at him, and he says, um, and I'm censoring it for our program here, but he says, get your, uh, my wife's name out of your mouth, with a few other words in there. And he says this twice, and it's very tense. And the look on Will Smith's face, you can tell that he's very angry. He's very upset. I think it's completely real. He's a great actor. And I think most of the people in the room are good actors, or they pretend to be, right? There's a lot of acting going on all night long in, in these kinds of programs. But I think this was really real. This is Chris Rock's recovery, clip number two. That was a uh, greatest night in the history of television. Okay. Okay. So we are here. So he tries to recover. I think he did a great job at recovering. He's kept his composure. But how would you do if you got suddenly hit in the face? Church people are joking about how this is just like, was that a church meeting on TV? Uh, that hasn't happened to me. But I know people that's happened to in church meetings, sadly. 
uh, but in other places. And it would be hard to keep your composure. And he does. Uh, and he doesn't hit him back. I think that is really good. Um, but that is what happened. And uh, the night goes crazy. Now, the weird thing that happens is that uh, Will Smith is not escorted out. I'm thinking if you were at a work party then and you did that to somebody, you'd probably be out of there. Uh, that doesn't happen. And then later, Will Smith wins the Oscar for Best Actor. And as we, we think about this and talk about this, when we, whenever on our program we're going to talk about entertainment, maybe we talk about some jokes, and it's important to people, you know, we make some jokes and things, but these are real people. These are people who have a soul. These are people who need Jesus. And what we witnessed was violence right there on our TV screen, on live television, serious anger. And there's some interesting discussions about was Will Smith justified in defending his wife in this way? Um, how should he have responded? And uh, those kinds of things. There's a lot of discussion about that. Maybe you want to talk about that too. 888-528-2557 is the number. 888-528-2557. I'll get your phone calls here in just a minute. So Will Smith wins the the Oscar for Best Actor. Uh, and in the movie, I haven't seen it, but it's a movie, I believe it's called King Richard, and it's about the father of Venus and Serena Williams, tennis stars. And uh, here's what he says. Go to clip three. Richard Williams um, was a fierce defender of his family. In this time in my life, in this moment, I am overwhelmed by what God is calling on me to do and be in this world. So Will Smith is very emotional, and yes, he won the Oscar, something he's wanted for a long time, and that's part of it. But obviously the story in the room and the feeling in the room is, yeah, but you just hit a guy a few minutes ago, and you're still here, and how do we feel about this? And he does start to talk about God and purpose and love. Go to clip. Clip number four. And what I loved, thank you, D. Denzel said to me a few minutes ago, he said, at your highest moment, be careful. That's when the devil comes for you. So Denzel Washington said to him right after that, at your highest moment, this is when the devil comes through. I think it's so interesting that this is part of the conversation. There was a clear response from the audience. I wonder how many people in there believe in the devil really. I think this is pretty jolting for a lot of us as we watch it. There's a funny thing about celebrity, right? The funny thing about the Oscars is that we are watching people and they come out on the red carpet and there are thousands of people who are there to watch. There are hundreds of thousands of people, millions of people watching on television, people wishing they were these celebrities. And it's an odd thing because do you really want the personal lives of celebrities? Maybe you covet the the wealth and fame for some reason. But some of the worst marriages and the worst relationships and the biggest problems are with people, particularly in Hollywood. And as a culture, we idolize this. And then we have these award ceremonies that have proliferated. And now we have, you know, the Oscars has, has turned into just something where a lot of millionaires and billionaires, in some cases, mostly millionaires, uh, spend a lot of time talking about how we don't care enough about the poor while they hand each other gold statues. 
And uh, it's a very odd, often hypocritical thing. And I feel like that's kind of right in our face when it becomes very, very human and raw, which is what we're, we're seeing here. Go to clip number five. Now, no, to do what we do, you got to be able to take abuse. You got to be able to have people talk crazy about you. In this business, you got to be able to have people disrespecting you. And you got to smile and you got to pretend like that's okay. I feel like that's pretty raw, that emotion. Now, it's tied into the movie and the person he was portraying in that movie. Uh, So you kind of wonder how much of this was his speech anyway and how much of it is now motivated by what's going on in the room. Let's uh, end it with clip six there. I'm being called on in my life to love people and to protect people and to be a river to my people. He's called on to love and protect people. This is such a, um, an interesting thing to say in this circumstance. Did he do the right thing? Was defending his wife in this way the right thing? Um, what are your thoughts about it? Should he have done that? Should he have done it a different way? If you were in this situation, what would you have done? 888-528-2557. You can share your thoughts on this. 888-528-2557. This is Southern California Live. I'm Scott Furrow with you. Yolanda from North Hollywood. Thanks for calling, Yolanda. Thanks for holding on. How you doing? Yes, I'm doing well. Thank yeah. you. First of all, um, I am a Christian woman, and I had several friends, some of who are Christian, calling me to see if I would tuned in to the Oscars, the red carpet this, the red carpet that, or look what she's wearing, and da-da-da. Right. And I took a nap. I was not interested. <laughs> yeah. Because uh, Scripture clearly say, says if you are a friend of the world, you are an enemy of God. And I believe in, in things like, you know, Hollywood, the Oscars, and, and all of that. That's, that's not we should be concentrating on as Christians. We really shouldn't. And what happened last night to me was just an exhibit of an exhibition of of evil. Mm. And I'm glad that Will Smith mentioned God, and I'm glad that Denzel, because he is a spirit, he is a Christian man, I'm glad that he mentioned, and he's right, when you're at your height, the devil comes in. That's when he comes in. That's when you're most vulnerable. So I'm glad that a little bit of the faith thing went on on the television. And that's, I think that's it, what I, I have to say. Did you have a chance to go and watch it on uh, YouTube or see it on the news? No. Yeah, you didn't actually see that. Um, I appreciate your call, and you, you make a great point about what we saw there was in the, in the violence of it. This is something that's glorified in in Hollywood, right? The The oddest thing is the... The Academy Awards, uh, the Academy of Motion Pictures, or I forget what it's called, what's the Academy of Motion Picture Sciences or something, they came out with a statement saying that they condemn, you know, all violence. And I thought, well, you're the organization that promotes it. It is a, it is such a bizarre thing that we're watching here that an organization that really promotes violence of the worst kind. I mean, the violent movies affects us. It's probably affected our whole culture. 
right? We see things on the screen that go into our minds, and it's uh, not like the old days where you never saw the blood and, and other things, but you now some movies are so graphic that you shouldn't bring your kids and you shouldn't see it either. It sticks in your brain. It is there is great argument that says we have glorified violence, and then we wonder why our our cultures are getting more violence. We wonder why uh, we have so much violence in the street. What I read last weekend that uh, the LAPD is warning people right here in Los Angeles, don't wear jewelry out when you're walking or going to the store because the muggings has increased, and people are just going to take it right off of you. Uh, Lots of violence there. Do we glorify violence? Uh, I think we do. I think we do, and we saw this there. Uh, 888-528-2557. We're talking about the Will Smith and um, uh, Chris Rock incident uh, from Chris Rock incident from the Oscars last night. I was watching it. Uh, I wasn't watching it live. Remember, I just heard people talk about it, and then I, I watched it. And there's a lot of discussion about whether or not Will Smith did the right thing by defending his wife. How would you feel if somebody publicly in a public forum on television and that said something about your spouse's illness? There's there's discussion about this from just any spouse or your kids or a loved one. There's discussion about this for uh, men. You know, is this the manly thing to do? Is this how we should defend? I can tell you what, I would be pretty mad. I didn't know about his wife's condition, and I know that there's there's issues with uh, him and his wife and the type of marriage they've liked to have, or at least what's been rumored. I mean, that's another thing I think that we should keep in mind with anything coming out of Hollywood is that there's a lot of rumors about these people and they're regular people. We don't, we don't know they're flesh and blood, just like you and me. And they deal with emotion in the same way. And the money doesn't make the marriage better and the house and the, the fame, those things put pressure on the marriage. I heard somebody say once that the worst thing that can happen to your life or to your marriage is often the spotlight that the worst thing that can happen to you sometimes is that you actually get what you've been coveting, that you get what you really wish that you had. And I think that's something that as this plays out, I'm watching it with a a pastoral eye. Uh, I'm very personally concerned about Will Smith and where he's at just in his, in his life. Uh, I don't know him, never talked to him. I like a bunch of his movies. Uh, that I've seen. Um, he was raised, according online, what I read is he was raised in a Baptist household. Uh, he went to a Catholic school and church. But in 2013, he said he doesn't identify as religious. Uh, later on, he said that his Christian faith that was instilled in him by his grandmother uh, has helped him in different ways. Um, and he understands all of that, that she was the most spiritually certain person that I ever had met in his life, he says, um, and she's passed away, and she was really excited about going to heaven. Obviously, she had an impact in his life. In 2018, uh, he did some things that suggest that maybe he is looking into Hindu, that he is looking into some other things in Hindu spirituality and Indian astrology. Once again, I don't know. That's what's public uh, about him. But something that we see here is that he knows the gospel. Something that we see here is that there is something in him, where he knows the story of Jesus, whether he's accepted that or rejected it or sort of put it in the back burner, I don't know. I do think we need to pray for him. 888-528-2557. Jackie from Compton, welcome to Southern California Live. Yes, hi. Um, hi I just want to make a comment that yeah. I think it's beautiful that 
um, Will Smith protected his wife. I, mm. I, I, I really believe in that. But I believe he should have done it in a different way, maybe in a different way as of maybe just grabbing his wife's hand and saying, come on, let's leave. You're mm. uncomfortable here. Let's walk out of here. And that would have a... made a bigger statement, and that wouldn't have been violent. And yeah. that's just my opinion. That's, Jackie, that's... I think that's a, that's a great insight, Jackie. I have uh, read a lot of what a lot of people have had to say. Um, that he could have done things other. I think that would have made a huge statement, especially being in the winner. Can you imagine that he's not even in the room then later when he wins the Oscar? That would have been a powerful, powerful statement. Good idea, Jackie. Uh, really good idea. Uh, David from La Habra, welcome to Southern California Live. Hi, how are you? Thank you for taking my call for $10. Yeah. Listen, my, my opinion, I watched the video, and I saw it. Good opinion. You're very upset immediately at when, when the joke yeah. was made. But I saw Will Smith laugh. Now, mm-hmm. I'm of the opinion, I could be completely wrong. I'm not quite sure what Jackie stated before me, but I believe that Jada Pinkett Smith is, is, is Will Smith's handler, if you will. And she has a lot of secrets to uh, against Will Smith. And he had, I don't think he wanted to do it, hence the fact that he was crying about it afterwards. I don't think he well, really wanted to do it, didn't have a choice. She looked at him, gave him like, well, what are you going to do about it, Will? Hey, D- and David, he had no choice. let me ask him, David, are you married, David? Uh, divorced. You're I'm divorced? Okay. Yeah. All right. You know, I don't know what the relationship is like. There's a lot of rumors and uh, things about it. Thanks for your call, David. Uh, I don't really want to get into that too much, but I, I've thought about kind of what you're thinking about, and I've thought, you know, what sometimes sometimes people say things funny, and you don't realize right away how deep of an insult it is, or maybe it's um, something that somebody else is going to be sensitive to than you've never thought. I make that mistake sometimes where I've said things before that I think are funny or that I don't realize might be insensitive to certain people. And sometimes I don't have a clue. Sometimes I should have thought about it and not said it. Sometimes I am introduced to, to um, things that I should have, you know, that I'm glad to know about, but unfortunately maybe I've hurt somebody's feelings. But I can tell you what, if I was sitting there and somebody told a joke about my wife, it, I can imagine myself going ha, 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 and trying to keep composure and then looking at her. But if I saw the look on my wife's face that I saw on his wife's face, I would have immediately changed what was going on inside. And I think I think a lot of husbands would do that. And I think we have to think about what we might do in that situation. I don't want somebody attacking my wife. You can attack me all day long, but you come after my wife and kids, I start to go crazy. And um, I don't think, I, you know, if that is a legitimate thing, maybe he just felt like he needed to do it because of, like you said, some kind of professional pressure that uh, his wife might put on him. But maybe it's very, very real that, emotion that he felt that he felt like doing it. Interesting thought there. 888-528-2557 is the number if you want to join our conversation. 888-528-2557. I got to take a break. We'll be back for your calls in just a moment. This is the Monday edition of SoCal Live. I'm Scott Furrow. We'll be back in just a moment. Welcome back, everybody. Southern California Live. Scott Furrow with you today. We're reflecting on what happened at the Oscars last night between Chris Rock and Will Smith. And I've been asking a lot of questions about that. And what I'm asking you to do is think about what is the appropriate response. If someone were to insult your spouse or guys, what would happen if somebody were to insult your 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 wife? 
Um, what are some ways to handle it? And also, how can we care about the people involved here? I think that there is it's just a profound moment where the fantasy of the Oscars and what happens in Hollywood breaks down when the struggles that people have are so apparent and the whole world is watching the whole planet. Uh, lots of people watching the Oscars, a lot less than used to, as I mentioned, but a lot of people watching it. And a lot of us have watched this. I didn't watch the program, but I did watch um, the clips of this. And it's obviously affected a lot of people personally. How do we respond to that, even as believers in our conversations? 888-528-2557 is the number. 888-LA-TALKS. 888-528-2557. You can also send an email to SoCalLive at KKLA.com. Sylvia and Santa Ana, welcome to Southern California Live. Hello. Hi, Sylvia. Hi, how are you today? Well, I'm doing okay, Sylvia. What are your thoughts? Okay, my thought is this. Nowadays, everybody, we are so sensitive and we walk in an eggshell. Regardless of your race, if you don't know how to look the person because you always throw the black, you know, your black car out. And then just remember, he is a comedian. If they mm-hmm. didn't make that, uh, you know, you don't do you know. Feel like, do you feel like Will Smith overreacted to the, the joke? I would say so. He should have said, and the other thing is, eventually he was white. They walked him outside immediately. Well, I don't, I don't know. I don't know about that. Sylvia, thank you for your, your call. I don't know, you know, about that. There's, I think in most places people would get walked out regardless of what their background is. The Oscars is a weird place. It is a, it is, and that is a moment where I think everybody is in shock uh, about that. Um, Angel from La Puente, welcome to Southern California Live. Yes, hi, good afternoon. Hi, Angel. Hello? Yes, Angel, welcome. I think, I feel that uh, she could be a set an example of because those people are actors, comedians. They do this all the time. They do this to each other, to other people. Any different? That you, I mean, he was wrong. He should be. He uh, Will Smith should be charged if that's the case with Chris Rock. But that's what needs to happen. They need to respect that First Amendment that we have freedom of speech. And these guys do this all the time. So I don't feel that this. Uh, oh, I feel sorry for Jada. No, it happens. That's what they got. That's what they did. And that's what that's part of what they do. And well, I do feel th- that. It's do you think that there's a line though that gets crossed even in that even in that area where it's comedy and comedy can be pretty mean and that's part of the the shtick? But is there a line that gets crossed and then what do you do about it when it gets personal about somebody's disease? Right? There's there's a place where it's just not funny, right? Guys, these guys that's what they, that's their livelihood. That's what they do. They they talk stuff about all these other people. So I don't I don't feel sorry for them. I don't I don't think. I mean, what about all these ropes that people do to people? And these are very, very raunchy and and uh, insulting things that they tell these people. Mm. Where they, uh, I think I they, lost you. I think. All right, Angel, I think we lost you. Your call dropped there a little bit. Um, you know, lots of people said, you know, these are it's a, it's an interesting thing watching it from a, a standpoint of the emotions because later on Will Smith is able to laugh and he's able to go up on stage, but he broke down when he was on stage. 
And I feel like some of that's real. I think you're, you're right that when there's, there's actors and people who are trained in the way that they're able to control their emotions, they're able to do a lot. But there's something that was very real here, I think. Jennifer of Northridge, welcome to Southern California Live. Hi, thank you for taking my call. Yeah. You know, I, I, I worked in the entertainment industry for many years, and mm. I've watched the Oscars for many years. Yeah. And a part of the process in the opening act is always a whole lot of jokes about, you know, the actors and the actresses and, and who are there. Yeah. And I don't think the Rock was insulting at all. I think Will totally overreacted. Something else must be going on with him. Do- because, you know, he said, Jada, I love you. Uh, can't wait for G.I. Jane 2, which was in reference to Demi Moore was the G- original G.I. Jane, and she sported the hairdo right. like uh, like Will's wife. <laughs> but but did you know that Will's wife has a disease, and that's what's causing her hair to come out? Are you aware of that? But I, yeah, but I, I am aware of that. I, I just learned about that. But it's I, I don't think it was intended for any... You know, ill feeling. It was just that she was sporting the same hairstyle as G.I. Joe, yeah, G.I. Jane, you I, know? So I don't think it was an insult. Had he just left it alone, it would have been haha, and he would have been, you know, it would have been gone on to the next thing. Right. All right. I think it probably would have been better, it's certainly better if he didn't go up and hit him in the face. Uh, and I think Chris Rock um, certainly did not mean it to be hurtful, but sometimes we say things that are hurtful and we just don't mean it that way. Um, and maybe Chris Rock, this is what I'd like to know is, did he know she has this disease? Would he said this? If not, then he just thinks it's a hairstyle she's got going on. Um, and the joke might've been funny to him. Um, uh, I think it's a hard issue. And this is what I think we're getting at here with this is how do we respond? What's the right way when these things happen? Uh, Quinn from Santa Clarita. Welcome to Southern California live. How you doing? All right, Quinn, what's hey, on your uh, mind? There's so much going on with what happened there, how two men conduct themselves, how a celebrity breaks the law, gets away with it, and and then how we as people put ourselves out there. I, I'm 59 years old, and I come from traditional upbringing. A man has to act like a man, and he has to lead his family the right way. Mm. The wife should act like a respectful uh, lady if that's what she wants to be given to her. I think the only one who really showed some restraint was Chris Rock. Mm-hmm. He was doing his job. Jada Pinkett Smith puts herself out there. Will Smith puts himself out there. They put their lifestyle out there. They put their marriage out there. And for him to pick and choose and do something so cowardly in front of the whole world tells you a lot about these people because we really don't know them. Just what they show is when they bear their souls on talk shows and stuff like that. Yeah, I think that that's true. Um, thank you for your call, Quinn. You know, I think that there's probably a lot going on behind all of that and the emotion that uh, Will Smith has. And we don't know what that is. I think we got to pray for him. I think we have to do that with celebrity. I think that we forget um, that the celebrities, even though there are, I, I don't even want to say benefits. It's a different standard. People have said, well, I think in most places he would have been arrested or ushered out of the building Chris Rock, I think the right decision is for him not to press charges. I think that is definitely the right thing for him to do. The police, LAPD, have said that that is the case. Uh, they could they could charge him on their own. You know, I guess they're probably going to look at that and see whether or not it's it's worth it uh, to do that. But uh, there's some 
there's definitely a lot going on inside uh, these people. JT from L.A., welcome to Southern California Live. Hey, thanks for having me. Um, yeah. I want to bring a historical uh, perspective into this whole thing. And uh, first of all, I think Chris Rock shouldn't have said that, but I think Will Smith should not have responded. That's the first time I've heard of, I've ever heard or seen of uh, anybody slugging it out with anybody in the Academy Awards. Yeah. And uh, here's what bothers me. The generation that produced um, the likes of Dean Martin and Red Fox and Frank Sinatra and Wanda Page and Moms Mabley and Dom DeLuise and all those great comedians and Rodney Dangerfield, they weren't perfect people. But they did learn professionalism in class, and whatever their flaws were, they didn't at least had enough sense not to bring it up on the camera. And back in those days, there was a sense of shame. And even when Eddie Fisher, you know, had a, had a, took off with Elizabeth Taylor, Debbie Reynolds, who was a Christian, handled it with grace. She later became friends with Elizabeth Taylor, and Eddie Fisher had great regret over the way he behaved. That's the mature way people deal with things. There's uh, Henry Fonda and Jimmy Stewart once got into an argument. They were friends, and they, they, then their, their good sense, uh, you know, kind of crept in. They said, gee, what are we doing that for? You know, we're friends. They said, listen, let's agree that if we can talk, we will. If we disagree, we'll go on and talk about something else. And what's, what bothers me about a lot of the Generation Xers and these boomers that are still rebelling, you know, and the, and the millennials, is there seems to be a rebellious spirit that was planted by the hippies of wanting 50 years ago, let's get rid of everything. You know, let's get rid of manners, their old fogies, you know, they're, 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 they're relics of another era. You know, uh, mm-hmm. you know um, there was a rebellious well, spirit. Well, let me ask you this, because i got to go to a break. Do you think that this has changed because of uh, the, the social changes that we saw, you know, in the 60s? Has it changed, or was it going on before in the era that you talked about in Hollywood? It just was never reported. Do you think well, that people things, are different, yeah, or was, that— was, well, I think you, there were things that were done, but there was also a sense of shame, and people just had a sense that you— you know, that you did things and you didn't do things, and you were taught back in those days by parents and grandparents you didn't do it. And the bottom line is, um, you know, Elvis may have shaken his hips, but Elvis Presley never used profanity. He was a gentleman. What I'm saying is there was a sense of professionalism that's been lost, and it's gotten really bad. And all right, we've, we've tra- tossed out manners and we wonder and class, and we wonder why we've become a crass society, and I think it's terrible. I've seen it in my own lifetime, and uh, I know you've got to go, but... Look at the behavior, the way people act publicly. You didn't used to have that 50, 60, 70 years ago to this degree at all. Yeah, all right. Thank you for your call, JT. You know, I think he makes a point. The culture has definitely changed. The Bible tells us that the culture is going to change, that in the last days people are going to be like this. The Scriptures um, inform us that as culture moves on, in fact, if you study history, you see this over and over again. You do see the culture break down in the way we treat one another and obviously we're the first culture where that's such a, a media saturation culture that we're, we're seeing it. And that's why I asked the question a little bit about, was this just hidden before? Was, was it stuff that we never would have seen? Because there is no social media. There was, you know, three TV stations, no TV stations before. You know, what, were, what really has changed? It's probably a little of both, but I definitely think that what we are witnessing, and I think maybe the shock of it, maybe the reason that it's affected all of us in so many different ways, is that it is a reflection of the culture that we live in and one that we've been breeding for a while, and then what do we do about it? 888-528-2557 is the number. This is Southern California Live. I'll be back in just a moment for your calls. This is your Monday edition of SoCal Live. Stay tuned.
Welcome back, everybody, to Southern California Live. Great to be with you on this uh, day where it's probably raining where you are, or it will pretty soon if it isn't. Scott Furrow with you, 888-528-2557 is the number, 888-528-2557. We're responding to your thoughts about what happened at the Oscars last night between Will Smith and Chris Rock. And uh, let me take your calls, and then we'll make some points about it. Coming up at 4 o'clock, we'll change subjects, and we're going to be talking to Lee Strobel, author of The Case for Christ, and his new book, The Case for Heaven, and a movie that comes out next week called The Case for Heaven. And I think you're going to be just really inspired by the research that he's done about evidence for heaven, about what happens when we die, and uh, some really good stuff there. Lee Strobel will be with us at 4 o'clock, so stay with us. Let me get to your calls here. There's a bunch of them. I'll get to as many as I can here. Karen in San Diego, welcome to the show. Well, I, I listen to your morning show as well. So, Oh, thanks, Karen. Um, thank, you for, thank you for letting me put my two cents worth in. Um, you know, I think it's irrelevant. Uh, millions of people have alopecia. I think what Chris Rock said was not offensive, and um, it's completely irrelevant. People know that you might get roasted a little bit, and that's what comedy is always about. Mm. And she's a movie star, uh, so was he. They're used to hearing all kinds of things that people say. You know, you could be the nicest person, there's going to be some kind of quote-quote hater out there. So the emotional arrested development of people today, including spoiled, bratty movie stars that have a charmed life by far. Who cares if they're not happy? <laughs> there are a lot of people living on the street well, that are not happy either, and they don't have the luxury of several mansions. And right. Okay, Karen. All right. Karen, I appreciate that. I want to get to the rest of the calls. You know, I think uh, you might have a point, too, that it may not be about the joke. My thought is that there's a lot more going on there, and maybe that was a tipping point. Uh, I'm not really sure, but I appreciate you listening and being a part of it. Sylvia Monterey Park, welcome to Southern California Live. Thank you. Um, yes, I just wanted to call and say I did agree with your uh, the person that spoke earlier, JT, I believe his name was. Mm-hmm. And um, it's just like that loss of professionalism. Yeah. But at the same time, um, you know, kids today, it's, it's really sad. They have uh, very little... Um, a lot of values have been lost. Over the years, just like the base, the, they've been basically desensitized, especially with all this uh, social media. And, you know, Will Smith is, I mean, I would consider him a role model. And what he did was really not acceptable, you know. And Chris Rock, if he knew she had, Jada had alopecia, then he shouldn't have made the joke about it. But mm-hmm. to go on stage and punch someone, the kids, that, the kids are going to say, hey, it's okay to do that, you know. It um, turns out. It turns people's pain into a little bit of a spectacle, and I think we've seen uh, a little bit much of that. I appreciate your call, Sylvia. I just, I'm running out of time. I want to get to uh, people we've got here online. Lynn from Long Beach, welcome to Southern California Live. Hi. I, Chris Rock is a comedian. He was making a joke. I think Will Smith overreacted based on Jada Pickett looking at him. There's something else going on there, and mm. I think Will Smith just overreacted. Okay, Lynn, thank you for your call. Uh, Nia from Woodland Hills. Hi, I have, like, a different perspective. I kind of, like, appreciate the fact that he did that because Mm -hmm. um, I do think that it was, you know, disrespectful Chris to do. And um, 
especially considering, you know, Jada's alopecia. I know people are saying, like, it doesn't matter, but um, they actually are going through a lot. And um, a while back, um, Jada brought Will on the Red Pill Talk, which is her show. Um, their marriage union has been, like, under attack for a long time. Um, I don't know. A lot of people who have social media, they would know that follow them because yeah. um, there's, like, a lot of rumors going on about their marriage. There's an awful stuff, lot, like, isn't there? Yeah. Uh, Nia, I'm going to move to the next call because we will run out of time here pretty soon. Um, you know, as you're you're talking, I think you know uh, it's such a, a strange thing. It's I'm I've been thinking about this myself. This is as opposed to thinking about this some other person. Isn't that a strange statement? I've been thinking about this myself. Um, we all live in different worlds, right? And we can't always put ourselves in the feet of other people. And what would we do if we were in that situation? You know, I've been thinking about what would I do if I if this had happened, say, at a church meeting where I'm the pastor, but somebody got up, told a joke about my wife's disease, you know, and I'm the pastor. How would I respond to that in public? Gosh, I'd be mad. And, uh, you know, hopefully I'm not punching anybody in the face. Um, and I do think that's the wrong response. Somebody called earlier and said that what they should have done is walk out together and not come back. I think that's that would have been a great response uh, particularly since he wins the Oscar later. And imagine the the profound moment that would be that, hey, he walked out because he uh, defended his wife. And I think it's also an interesting point that maybe we need to not be uh, as sensitive. But I I think that for some people, it's a lot easier to laugh at themselves. And for other people, uh, it's really hard to do that, especially when we're talking about disease or real real serious challenges. And I would, I would say, I don't know, you know, for sure what the condition is of, of Jada Pinkett's uh, soul, but if you don't know God, then, you know, disease, it ends it. If you don't think there's an afterlife, you don't think you're saved and whatever you might say publicly might not be what you really believe, you know, in your quiet moments. Uh, that's got to be a pretty difficult place to be. Nancy from Tucson, welcome to Southern California Live. Hi, how are you? Hi, you're all the way in Tucson, um, listening online. We are getting towards the end of these, and it is hard to imagine what you would say if it were your spouse, if someone were to say something like that. But yeah. it was kind of interesting that it was more like uh, reality imitating a movie than the movie imitating life. Yeah, okay. Uh, Nancy, you're in Tucson, huh? Oh, we lost her. Oh, she's gone. Uh, Southern California Live and also Arizona Live. How about that? We're all over the place. You can listen, by the way, to the show on your Alexa device or at kkla.com. Just say uh, turn on KKLA onto your Alexa and it'll bring the show up. All right, we just have a couple of minutes and we'll have Lee Strobel with us to talk about heaven in the next hour. But um, can I do a couple of things here? You know, we're talking about this as celebrity. Another thing that just sort of hits with all of this is that we are instructed scripturally to not gossip about each other. And I often wonder when somebody's in the public eye, whether it be a movie star or a musician or even pastors who are famous for uh, whatever reason or the number of, you know, usually when pastors are really famous, it's because they did something wrong and they get out there in the news and you find out who they are. Um, But, uh, you know, at what point is it, you know, how do we handle this with people we really don't know? There's an awful lot of speculation. I've got pastoral speculation from what I saw. What I think 
is two points. For Will Smith, there's something else going on. That's what I believe. And it might be just the pressure of that business and the pressure of the evening and whatever's going on in his marriage that's real or other parts of his life that we might know nothing about. Can I encourage you to take a minute and just pray for him, pray for his soul? Like I said, online, what seems public is that he grew up in church, that he's heard the gospel, that he knows it. And I would say from what he's done in recent years that he isn't sure about it, or maybe he's rejected Jesus or rejected what he thought was true, or maybe he never really paid attention. I don't know what the deal is, but he needs the Lord. And so does Jada Pinkett Smith, and so does Chris Rock, and so do um, probably most of the people in that room. I'll tell you, there's a there are some pictures coming out of what happens during the commercial break, and there were a lot of people who got up and uh, comforted him. And Chris Rock came out to apologize, and it probably, apparently, uh, wasn't really received well in that moment. Um, but there's a lot of humanity that goes on that we don't always see. And can I just suggest that when we're looking at celebrities, whether they're sports stars or movie stars, whoever it is that maybe, you know, as a kid you want to be like, um, somebody, uh, one of our callers said they live, I think it's Nancy, a charmed life. And in many ways they do, right? You hear us say, well, their marriages are terrible and their relationship with their kids are terrible and life is terrible, but people still want that, right? You don't have to worry about money and you have whatever you think you have. I think that there's a lot of hurt for a lot of people that's just as real that maybe in another way, a hurt that's hard for most of us to understand is the money doesn't help. Money doesn't help. And can I point out something again? We talk mostly about Will Smith and all of that. I think Chris Rock did a great thing by not fighting back. Uh, he turned the other cheek and, you know, he could have slugged him back. Can you imagine if he had slugged him back and what that would have meant and what that would have done? Uh, and it would have hurt him. And I think him not pressing charges, you know, I think that would be a stupid thing for him to do probably professionally. And there's probably not a lot of harm done. But, and I don't know that he's doing so to follow Jesus, but when Jesus says to turn the other cheek, this is the reason. Because when you do that in the appropriate circumstance, like this would be one, you turn the light on the other person. And people are like, well, what's wrong with that other person? And you don't bring yourself to that level. It gives us an opportunity to pray for Will Smith and whatever's going on there. It gives us an opportunity to look at um, Chris Rock and go, you know what, he was professional, the show went on. And, uh, you know, he he took that punch. Uh, there's something about that that also I think is good. You have to know when to do that and also to finally say that Jesus is right about everything. This is how you respond, and you love people, and you reach out. So let's uh, we're going to be out of time, but let's keep everybody in prayer. And as you talk about this with your friends or other people, uh, keep a Christian attitude about it and realize these are real people, people who need Jesus, and there are people who know them who might have the opportunity to share Christ with them. This is the Monday edition of Southern California Live. Lee Strobel up next. We'll be right back. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.